No, I don't. Are you serious? Man, you're I doing mean, a head bob like you knew this. Nah, I mean, I know. I feel like I was this on Tony Hawk Pro Skater or something. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's that type of band, 100%. <laughs> you're gonna drop that game. That's my favorite game of all time, by the way. Is it? Yeah. Tony Hawk? They don't make them like Tony Hawk Pro Skater anymore. No way. No chance. This is Semi Charmed Life by the one and only Third Eye Blind. Oh, yeah. Okay. To get me through this. I feel like high school gym class, they would play this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you take gym? I did. So you'd know. Yeah, my beep test. Remember beep test? Beep te- that's what I mean. Yeah, during the Jesus. beep test. Beep. Beep. Oh, man. You know, I, I actually, I can say. So beep test, for anyone who hasn't done beep test, I'm sure, I don't know. I feel like it's a very North American thing. Mm-hmm. Is like you you all line up on one side of the gym and and there's like beeps that go off, right? And the first beep is very slow and then another a faster one and faster one. And you have to run before it beeps the to the other time. side of the gym. So the first beep starts you off. So when you hear beep, you start running, but you have to yeah. get to the line before the second beep goes. <laughs> and you can only fail twice and then you're kicked out. <laughs> it's tough, man. <laughs> it is. Honestly, when the beep test happened, like there's also like a stretching component where let's see who can stretch the best yeah. and like Plus it, do most push-ups. Yeah. It's I like, honestly I, only kill the stretching. <laughs> really? I was the best, and this isn't a bragging thing or anything. It definitely but I, is. It 100% is. <laughs> I did the uh, beep test the furthest in one year of my gym class. I you? Just, uh, yeah, I kept going. Every time we did it, I was going the last. <clears throat> but I tasted blood at the back of my throat. <clears throat> you went the furthest? You didn't have like any of like, the athletic white boys with you? No, thank God I didn't have Hussein. Your buddy Hussein? Why, was he good? Yeah. That guy would go for like freaking 20-something. Hey, man. Shout out to Ethiopia, Eritrea. The homies, they're the best at running, straight yeah, up. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. And uh, my guy who just broke the two-hour marathon mark, who? Uh, yo, it's like impossible to beat the two-hour. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did see that on like an article. Um, what was I talking about? It. Oh my god, I had something to say. <laughs> how how was your week? <laughs> oh man, yo, the last episodes that were missed. I know that last episode you guys heard was uh, things about not getting lazy, right? And I was like bragging about how I haven't missed a podcast. <laughs> yeah, then we missed it. Then we missed one. Or I missed we. one. Yeah, it was me. No, no it was me. <laughs> no, no, we. No. It's a we. It's a we thing. I um. Let's let's do a quick catch up here, okay? Yeah, yeah. So, I, we we haven't been in the studio for two weeks. Yeah. I don't want to like burst anyone's bubble, but we often will record podcasts on Mondays. Yeah. Right. And uh, we I travel came up. Yeah. I went to uh, California with the NFL. Canada mm-hmm. um, for a week. And then after that, I got home for like three days and those were like loaded three days. Yeah. And those were the three days that we were supposed to record, but they were like super loaded. They were loaded because I was already behind, like behind on video scheduling and I had to film and edit videos. Yeah. On top of that, I had to pack for my brother's wedding. I had to go pick up my suit, um, figure out where Charlie's going to go. <clears throat> I know. I know. We're both in this weird little coffee area. <laughs> my, my voice is like <laughs> it's just falling off it's just falling apart <laughs> it starts so good he coughs starts so good and just like deteriorates <laughs> i just need one clean clean <clears throat> yeah <clears throat> voice clear you know yeah anyways went to montreal last uh this past weekend and there it goes again man this is ridiculous i'll talk and for you <laughs> it was fun it was uh, my brother's wedding he got married at celine dion's golf course Damn. Yeah, it was like unreal how nice it was. 
Damn. It was thir- Wait, it's her golf course. Her golf course, thirty six holes. Okay, so two full eighteen hole golf courses. Damn. It's like I don't even know. I think it was like ten to twenty grand a year to play there. It's a membership only. They gave my brother's now wife this room to get ready in, which was Celine Dion's private room. You go in there, photos of Celine Dion, her kids, her family, with autographs from famous celebrities. Damn. Yeah, it was it was mad nice. Imagine on your best day, you know? You just you want to focus on your husband and wife? No, you're just looking at pictures of Celine Dion. Unreal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But what better way? Yeah. Like, it's insane. It was just... She got so much money, and she's such a legend in Montreal, you know? Yeah. Um, but it was a good wedding. It was different this time, and, like, I'm not going to play this the same little mini fiddle as I have in the past. <clears throat> but this one was different because I've got three brothers, and they all had... <clears throat> it's ridiculous, man. They all had dates. Yeah. And this is probably one of the first weddings, not that I have I've gone, but I've gone as a single guy. Oof. And so... That's money. Yeah, it was just like um, a very bizarre. It was totally fine. Like I had an amazing time. But when they do these, you know these moments are going to come. We're like, yeah. all right, let's get the family photos uh, and your and your plus ones. Jeez, I'm like, all right. And you so can't I was sit like, in the middle because like you're not the groom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you, this is lopsided side. So I was holding on my grandfather's shoulders. <laughs> my guy. <laughs> yeah. So it was him and I. We were a squad. But awesome time. Um, I've got this irrational fear of weddings going into them. Interesting. Why? That's, I, I don't know, man. That's odd. I don't know. I think it's like a part of it is people see me as Danocracy and they're going to be like, Hey, do you want to MC our wedding? And I'm uh, like, not really. I just want to have fun. You know? Um, Oh, that's fair. I, do you have an irrational fear? Because it's like, uh, I don't want to get called out. You don't want to get called out. There's a lot of people that know you. Yeah. There's a lot of people that know what you do. And they expect me to be a certain way yeah, yeah, to entertain. So I went into this wedding a little stressed. Mm. We get there, um, and I was like, man, I posted this thing on my Instagram where I'm slapping my brother's ass. I didn't see this. And it was, <laughs> holy, you gotta, I got to show you this video, man. They Basically, they hired this um, entertainment group that yeah. does weddings. They'll do all the emceeing, the DJing. It's a one-package deal. Cool. And they did like the, okay, introducing your groomsmen. They, they do that, right? So my brother selected all the small things by Blink-182, when we came in, right? That's dope. And he didn't tell us the song. He's like, Dan, trust me, you're going to like it. So they they do the the parents, they do the bridesmaids, and they're like, introducing your groomsmen. And then the door goes flying out, and I'm just like, oh my God, Blink-182. I'm already like riled up. We go out there, and all of those fears of me being called out and being shy and, and all that went away. <laughs> And like, yeah. honestly, punk music really speaks to the emos. Like, yeah, man, like you can have your insecurities, and it just and it comes on. You're like, yes, yeah. he pulls you <laughs> out. Relatable. <laughs> it was, it was just a such a friggin' fun wedding, and uh, they got awesome. the party going right then and there. Like, everyone coming to dance for before dinner, and everything, right? That's and, dope, man. And then um, they had a every table had a team captain. My brother was that, and they're like, get a dance partner. I'm like. Looking at the group, I'm like, okay, it looks like I'm going to be the choice here. Because like, he's not going to grab <laughs> yeah, his yeah, wife. Yeah. So we get out there. At one point, my brother had his pants off. I had my jacket off, rubbing my blazer between my crotch, winding up to slap his ass. Like, it was just <laughs> nothing that my anxiety would have even told me would yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Happened. <laughs> so it was, a, it was a great time. Really fun wedding. 
Yeah, you gotta you gotta trickle the anxiety down, you know, and then you know what's crazy about anxiety. And we've talked about this. Is anxiety is so fake. Yeah, it's so fake, and it tells you this is gonna happen. How bad would it be if this happened? Damn. And then, so I, basically, I recorded a video when I got home last night. Yeah. Okay, and I just said to future Dan, it was just like personal yeah. thing I do. I'm like, listen, man, before the wedding, these are what your thoughts were. Okay, this is this. this. Uh, after the wedding, I want to tell you how it went. Mm. So you can look at where your anxiety told you you would be versus where you ended up. And 100% of the things I worried about, none of them happened. Like passing out, standing up at the front of the room. like Yeah, all the small things. Yeah, all the small things. Just pulled me right out of it. Blink-182 is power over me. Damn. Damn. What did you do? What what, what have you been doing? I don't know. Uh, oh, I went to Dublin. Yes. What? Uh, what? I came back yesterday. Uh, Wait, what? Dublin, Quebec? Dublin, no, 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 <laughs> Dublin, Ireland. I came back. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'm still tired. You went to Dublin, Ireland. Imagine Dublin, Quebec. You know what? Anyways. You would have a ridiculous Instagram. Yo, I know you see the light rooms coming through. I do. <laughs> I do. I see. I'm like, yo, yo, where is this guy? This guy. Pictures. He's, he's in a forest. Where is that, by the way? That's like the most majestic ass forest I've yeah. ever seen. Ontario. It's Muskoka. here. Muskoka. Ah. Yo, shout out to the listeners. Honestly, I'm going to tell you a little Google map because I know all these photographers, okay? They don't like to put the tags of where they took the photo. They all, they all do this. Okay. Okay. Muskoka Beach Road, if you're in Ontario. Muskoka Beach Road. Don't wow. tell anyone. That's a huge drop. Man, I, it's like a little nook and it's just like for one kilometer. Ooh. It's like seven kilometers. It's all majestic, but it's one kilometer, nice, eh? it's like it gets that peak. Because I was, and on, you can see, I've taken my cousins there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was on, so me and uh, Amar share a Lightroom account, and yeah. when you upload a photo to Lightroom, it automatically goes to the cloud where everyone can see it. So there was like maybe two weeks where I had a stream of my photos. It was yeah. great. I can go in, edit this one, take that one, darken this. And the other day I went on, it was just like. I decided to become a photographer. Yeah. There was like <laughs> hyper close photos of a chicken burger. Uh, like, I didn't creep through. It was just the ones that were at the top, right? A uh, chicken burger is going to come through. Oh, I can't wait, man. It, look, wait. it looked like a six spot. So is it just like a, an empty road or what is it? Yeah, it's just like a little uh, road that uh, connects like Muskoka to Algonquin Park. I did a video like this with this and it came out too. Anyways, uh, yeah, it connects a big national park provincial park to like a really sweet area so yeah. algonquin to muskoka yeah and those are pretty much like the most ontario places ever yeah so the connection road is like it's crazy nice it's, crazy. And it's fall too like yeah this is what it sounded like yeah except we also made steaks so add the sizzle That's right. of a steak oh Ooh. Medium rare. That was tasty, Omar. <laughs> so my cousin sounds like. <laughs> yeah, so, um, no, but I was going to say something before. The thing you said before the wedding, I was like, damn, I was going to touch up on that. Uh, mm. in California, anxiety. No, I'm so sorry, guys. Anyways, whatever. Yeah, it's just been, it's been a, a wild. Do you have any more travel coming up? Probably. If you just dropped Dublin on me in the span of two weeks. I'm going to Tel Aviv. This wow. week, what? How, oh my god, man! However, what the hell? I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna get humbled by social media. I hope, maybe not. Why I hope not. Why don't you post this stuff? Um, I do. I will. You it's don't. Just, I don't. 
<laughs> I don't. Um, I don't know, man. I'm just like trying to like perfect it. I, not perfect it, but, but like. But social media, the more likable people are the ones that aren't perfect. I know. I know. I, it's crazy, man. Like I literally have a whole website right now mm. that literally says, like I'm speaking about like progress or whatever, because like I've I've diluted what I care about in two things, which is progress and people. Yeah. Right. And in the progress thing, I specifically write like I'm such a per- perfectionist. And that's why I procrastinate a lot because if it's not perfect, I just won't do it, right? But I was like, the perfection that I found is the road to perfection. Like this story being told from, I don't know, if you go through my Instagram and it's just like, there's like a shitty burger like three years ago. I literally did a top down of a McDonald's yeah. sesame seed bun yeah. burger, yeah. right? And it was so shitty. And now it's like, I'm getting so much better. I just feel like the story going from, imperfect to perfection is the actual perfect story and i should tell that and i should make the imperfections <clears throat> yeah right and that, that's you should make the imperfections i should because let me tell you some of my most and this is is nothing to do with uh well anyway yeah. uh some of my most liked photos for sure are ones that were taken either in selfie mode or nothing like no planning yeah my my lightroom photos that i thought were bangers when i was in la some of them didn't even crack a thousand yeah. And I'm like, what the hell, man? No, I know. So anyways, so now I'm like, now, I don't know. I'm still holding on to certain things. So for example, like I went to Muskoka or whatever. And like now I'm going to post on Instagrams some pictures from last year and some pictures from this year. I just want to take the gradient from green to like dark orange fall. Is, I, yeah. I think you've seen that on like. <clears throat> so, I have. 100%. It's gotten much more dark. Yeah, it has. I'm like, <laughs> what is that? Is that a tree? <laughs> Um, you, yeah, you have all the qualities to be like a well-groomed, like, influencer. Yeah. You know? We'll see. Yeah. But I I just got to couple it with some good, like, funny stories, you know? Because I just want to get back into that, man. I used to, like, actually post a few all, you know? I used to post some good Snapchats. Oh, yeah. Good Instagrams. Yeah, yeah. stories. Stories. That's, some of the best content lives on there. Let me tell you guys, if you follow a creator, I honestly think the best way to get to know them is probably through stories. Yeah, because photos can't speak. Anyone could fake a smile, no problem. Yeah, and it makes it look like the whole moment is happy. Um, Instagram stories, at least in my part, is like most consistent. I'm kind of a perfectionist in the same way that you mentioned. If it's not going to be perfect, I don't want to do it at all. Yeah, that's a problem though, because then you get lazy and you're just like, you have these excuses. Oh, it wasn't perfect. Nah, it wasn't perfect, so I'm not going to do it. I've got this series shot and forgot. I love it. I'm up to episode nine and I've told people, hey, we've got a finale coming to episode 10. And I pushed it now two weeks because I'm like, how? There's so much to connect. And I shot it. I just didn't have time to edit it before Montreal. And it's like, that's going up probably this Wednesday or this Friday. Yeah. And I asked myself, Dan, why the hell are you not consistent with a series that you love? And it's because... You love it. I love it. (laughs) I've got this Christmas kid. I've got Randy. These people we're trying to locate. And I don't want to ruin the whole thing with a really shitty finale. I'm with you. You know, so I'm kind of nervous to even put it out altogether. And now it's losing traction. So time sensitive too. I'm going to be scared for my kids, man, because I'm going to love the kid a lot. I'm going to procrastinate on everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Amar, why isn't your son going to school? It's not I, don't know, I just haven't found a good school, you know? Yeah. It's just, uh, no, but he's 14, Amar. <laughs> But I, I don't know. You know. You know what it is. It's like it's weird. Like on Instagram, I don't know why I care because here on podcast, 
I, not I don't care, I encourage to just put out anything. Because we have also done that gradient that you talked about. Exactly. Maybe you didn't see it, but when we first started, we had a heavily edited podcast. Yes. That was relatively perfect in terms of we took out the ums, we took out the likes, any any parts that were boring, chopped that right out. Yeah. And we did uh, games, right? It was very radio magazine style. Yeah. Now, is that a hammer? Do you hear a hammer? Yeah, they yeah. were doing construction. So. Yeah. We uh, Now we hit record. That's it. And we just record, yeah. you know? And, and that's the thing. That's one thing on Instagram that also, like, limits me. We, again, it's all BS excuses. But it's like, I, for example, like, I think about when is the best time to post this so that most people can see it. Right. Like, it's it's a weird thing. But instead of hitting record, now I'm, like, thinking of, like, yeah, they're, I don't think you're, they're going to hear it on the podcast. Are they, are they hammering on the door? Yeah. Did well, you? they're very close to it. Oh, right. Yeah. So, you know, I, and now I start thinking, oh, shit, no, it's 2 a.m. I shouldn't post this now, right? Yes. Yeah, I've been there. And it's like then, you know, at 2 a.m. or whatever, you wake up 9 a.m. and you're like, or you wake up at 12 and you're like, oh, I've missed the lunch post time. It's so stupid. But here we are. It's, a, you know, it's a tricky thing. Um, I think social media, oh my God, man. Social media can be so toxic, you know, in that exact sense. Yeah. We're now filtering our life to when it's most convenient for most. Yeah, but I don't think we're doing it now. Like, we've always done it. Like, I'm not going to call up on my friend at 2 a.m. and be like, yo, <laughs> I have a sick story to tell you. Nah, you know, we wait till like 6 p.m. Good point. You know? Very good point. I just, I, people trash on social media a lot, but like, we've always done that. That's a very good point. You know? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah that's actually a really good point i think that's an original point that no one has ever said in life okay <laughs> no it's a good point plus this <laughs> hammer's throwing me off i don't know if you can tell <laughs> i'm hearing this hammer dance around this place like it's up above us now it's at the back yeah yeah um okay uh today's a very big day here in canada i know it's not everywhere and it's a very boring topic but it is a very important one yeah and it's a flex of how how time Perfect. This is. That's right. Thanks. When you if you're hearing this a day of upload, we literally recorded that this morning. Yeah. What? It's October twenty first. We got you, bro. Yeah. The twenty no first, baby. It's eleven a.m. It's um, sunny in Toronto. Yeah. It's a beautiful day, actually. <laughs> uh, today's the day you vote. Yeah. For the next prime minister of Canada. So we have like we have like a bunch of like advanced days, but like today's the day everyone votes, and tomorrow we found out. Found out. Found out. On the east coast. Now. Oh, tomorrow Ireland. we find out. <laughs> <laughs> Gone to Ireland for yeah. two days. <laughs> Guy goes to Ireland two days, comes back. Uh, night. Tomorrow we find night. night at our prime minister. It's pretty Canadian. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so um, I don't know. We don't want to talk about politics. You know, everyone can feel a certain way. Um, I also don't think a lot of like celebrities feel the need like they could be politicians. And it's like, just because I watch your movies doesn't mean I need you to be my... My leader. Prime minister or leader or <clears throat> president or whatever. To me, it's a boring topic. I understand the importance of voting and the power that we have and the freedom we get with that. Yeah. But, man, the past month, month and a half, I've had these friggin' campaigners come to my door. I'm like, can we count on your vote for the conservative party? Can we count on your vote for the NDP? And they send you texts and shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Hey, would you have to come hang out with me? No! I'm like, no thanks, pass, you know? And they talk for like fucking 20 minutes. I'm like, I'm holding my dog in my arm. He gets heavy, you know? So... It brings us to an actual topic. It's a very weak segue <laughs> that we've we brought up. No, but, I mean, uh, yeah. First of all, we wanted to flex that 
Today's um, October 21st. But what we want to do is because here in Canada, we're picking the new leader. Yeah. I thought maybe we would talk about uh, ways to become a leader. And this could be in your friend group. Mm-hmm. Like if you guys all have a friend group where someone's a planner or someone is the alpha. Yeah. You know, I'm going to show you ways that you can actually be the alpha in your friend group. In my friend group, we call them the anchor. You oh, know? that's a sick... Are you the anchor? Just the guy that holds it down. Um, are you? I'm always talked about as the anchor. You're consistent? But only a real anchor will say... I'm not the anchor. You know, everyone yeah, else is I'm an not anchor. The anchor. But, but we go through like ebbs and flows of who's the anchor <laughs> and you know. You, here's how you can tell. You guys go out for dinner and when that one person can't make it, it's kind of like, ah. Yeah. So what do we talk about? What do we do? There's no structure. You know? Like there's, yeah. there's something missing here, clearly. Yeah. That's the anchor. But now my friend groups are like, you know, all of them can go out without me. Not a problem. But so yeah, you're not the there, there was a time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. True. I feel like maybe in some friend groups I could be the anchor, but in some of them, like I'm like the ghost. Yeah, you know what the ghost is? Just, yeah, the, the, the guy fr- who just like sees the messages and doesn't. Yeah, yeah. Tell anyone the forgotten one, the one that kind of just sits back and watches. Yeah, I just watch the friendship evolve. <laughs> That's it. Like in my family group chat, I'm definitely a ghost. Yeah, you're I just see- a gardener. Yeah. <laughs> you water it here and there, boy. and then you just. Yeah, oh, I'm just the guy just doing stuff. I'm just like, okay, I see what's yeah, going yeah. on here. You know. <laughs> Move along. Tell us a few lulls here and there. Um, so there are, in this article on success.com, there's seven tips mm. on how to be a leader. Dope. We can go through them? Yeah. yeah. All right. Tip number one. You got to be a team player. And this is huge, honest, honestly, because I've had, this is partially why I can't work for people, mm. is I had a boss in the past where he would consistently delegate Delegate, 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 and never do anything. And whenever it was a time to get your hands dirty, he'd always say, I've earned my stripes. That, I'm sorry, will not gain you respect to be a leader. Mm. Absolutely not, because I view you as lazy now. Uh, There was one time we were moving offices, warehouses. Mm. We had an office of three people. Two of us were moving things, and he was talking the whole time. Yeah, damn. So I said, hey, how about you pick up something and help us move? We'll get out of here quicker. He did not like that. So we got in this verbal argument. And I'm like, look, at this point, it doesn't make any sense that you're talking. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. There's a respect thing. You don't want to dis- disrespect your boss, but be a team player. Yeah, man. Are you a team player? I am a team le- uh, player. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for me, a team player, you know, I don't know, man. Yeah. I call my leadership servant leadership. And we go down this hole. Let me see if that's on here. Is it? I haven't seen this list, obviously. Yeah, uh... But anyways, servant leadership really quickly. It's yeah. just like, you know, my type of leadership is just serving others, helping others. I feel like the best leaders are the ones that work for you rather than you work for them. You know what I mean? Like, that leader should have, you know, if he's talking on the phone, I don't know. Like offer to help you guys in any right. way, or sort of team player thing, yeah, yeah, or but, go pick up lunch for you guys or something get, get, while he's on the phone. I don't know. Yeah, be on the ground floor at times. You know, like yeah, there's some leaders that you'll never see in yeah. action. They won't go to like company events or whatever. Yeah, I don't know if that would l- l- like you always see like the the leadership as like this like pyramid where everyone works for you and you're just at the top and you're the point of the pyramid. Yeah, but it's. To me, it's, it should be like the reverse, where it should be like the leader is at the bottom 
and he's like supporting all these people. Right, right. And exactly. he's working for them. Exactly that. You know? That's important. And I think a lot of these are probably gearing you towards to be someone like that. Yeah. Number two, lead from where you are. Maybe that's um, what we're going at. Uh, a leader isn't always identified by a title. Oh, yeah. It's one of the most difficult things to do, but something that will get you noticed is leading while formerly not in charge. Mm-hmm. I think that's what we just talked about. Um, so taking on difficult tasks, that gets you known as a leader. Yeah. Doing the stuff that nobody wants to do does not make you like the bitch of the group. I think a lot of people think, oh, I got to do that again. If you take charge and say, no, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. No, don't worry. I'll take, I'll do this. Take charge. Take that moment and make it your bitch. Yeah, yeah, Otherwise, yeah, yeah. you become the bitch. You know what I mean? Okay. Jail advice as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How to survive in jails, 2019. <laughs> this, is, this is jail advice. I watch so many prison yeah. shows. Seriously, if someone says, ah, oh, man, the, the toilet overflowed. We've got to clean it. Just be like, I got this. I'm going to clean this one up. I'll pick up the soap. I will. Well, <laughs> never pick up the soap. But I will go ahead and I will do this task. Yeah. You, you take it and say, I will do it. This yeah. is mine. It belongs to me. No matter how bad it is, say, if I'm doing it, it's me. That makes you a leader. If you're like, oh, let's rock, paper, scissors, and then you lose, and now you have to do it. Now it's kind of like a bitch job now, mm. you know? There's something called, in leadership, there's something called, like, different types of power. Um, so one of them is, like, authoritative power. So this one's easy. It's like, you have authority over me. You know, you're my actual title boss, and that's your power over me. Right. Mm-hmm. Then there's like expert power. Someone who's an expert in something also has that leadership because he has the power of knowing that one thing. But then there's something called admirant power, which is like you are a leader because people love you within that job. And you don't have to be a title. It's not your title or anything. You could be the front desk person. Yeah. But everyone loves you because everyone knows you and everyone, you know, you're part of their day and stuff. So you become a leader not by authority but by people admiring you. Right. You could become a leader by having expertise on something or becoming a leader because you're irreplaceable because you know something that no one else does. So, and I, and I think that comes along with being confident. Like there's mm -hmm. no, I don't even know if that's on here, but confidence is incredibly key for a leader. You don't want someone's like, yeah, I think, I think so. Sort of. Yeah. It goes back to our, does do nice guys finish last podcast? Confidence is so key. If you're floating around, I don't know, sure, whatever, it's up to you. You become this floaty, flaky kind of person yeah. that people can't lean on because you're up for anything. And there's a difference. Yeah, being up for anything plan-wise is great. But when it comes to executing uh, an idea or a way mm-hmm. to make money, they don't want someone's like, yeah, you know, that could work. Sure. Yeah, why don't we try that? Sure. Absolutely. You know, they want solid foundation. Yes. You know? Yeah. All right. Next one. Be an expert, but learn and master new skills. This kind of goes back. Don't be someone that's a know-it-all, even if you don't know it all. Yeah. You know, like, be like, oh, that's really awesome. Uh, would you mind showing me more of that? You know, that's really cool. Can you explain that to me? Yeah. That's, man. And that's hard to do when you know something. Yeah. And you're like, oh, uh, you know, that happens to me like at restaurants, you know? I'm like, oh, uh, someone tells me a new restaurant opened up and I knew about it like two weeks ago, right? And I'm like... Oh, wow. And what are they? No, it's, but it's hard. It's hard to pull but, off. But in this sense, if you didn't know, yeah, a lot of leaders won't admit that weakness of not knowing that information. So they'd be like, oh, yeah, I already knew that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I've already been to that restaurant. <laughs> but if you can be like, oh, I didn't know. I didn't know that was there. Can yeah. you show me? Just well-rounded 
be humble, you know? Yeah. I think that's kind of what they're talking about here. That's something I struggle with, straight up. Being humble? Yeah, I don't know. Just this whole thing. <laughs> I come across as a know-it-all, I think. Not in a cocky way, though. No? No. Right. I said. Because your know-it-all stuff is like very bizarre shit. Let's go Kobe Trode, guys. I gave you the tips. <laughs> it'll be it'll be like, like you'll know everything about the smallest friggin' hole-in-the-wall restaurant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't view you as... Freaking know it all. Yeah, I'm just like, well, wow, that's actually pretty interesting because I would never have known anything about that. Yeah, like thank God I'm not a know it all on like wines. Oh God, and, man. You know, but I could even like people that have to always be right. You know, like those people can get really annoying. Yeah. Um, number four, be open to feedback and criticism and use it to grow. Hmm. Which is kind of aligned with the last one a little bit. Yeah. You know, you have to be careful when you accept feedback and criticism because sometimes it's coming from a place of sabotage. They want to see you not succeed, so they'll be like, just so you know, I think you're being a little too loud. And yeah. it's like, no, 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 keep being loud because you're getting noticed. And they know that, so they're trying to put you down, you know? Mm. So this one is kind of tough. Yeah, Uh also, there's a lot of times like people see something that you don't see or or vice versa. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. The other day I was like talking to my best friend and I've talked about this on the podcast before, right? Where I was like, you know how like, you know, not balancing in the middle, like you got to be like extreme ends of like, you have to be, I don't know if, uh, I don't know. She was saying something about like how, how she has like a dark mood or like, her she she's feeling so like moody and stuff and then the next day she's like super happy and like talking about like optimism and positivity and stuff and i i reached out to her and i was like yo you know what i love about you that you're on like extreme ends of the spectrum you know what i mean you're mm -hmm. you're not you know you're not you're like being too happy and like oh i gotta i gotta chill out or you're going too dark and you're like no i gotta bring in more happiness you're like balancing at the extremes at the different you know. Well, you know the interesting thing about that, yeah. and this is something I'm learning, is I I grew up with the impression that when you see someone, that's how they are. Yeah. Okay, he's a funny guy. Oh, that guy, he's the weird guy. He's the sad guy. And I'm starting, it took me now 27 years to finally realize that, I said this before, we're like octagons. Yeah. That there's a different side to us. That, you know, I'm the same as her, your friend, who's like really happy. Yeah, and then can feel really sad. You yeah. know, we're emotional people. We've, and I think we're blessed to have that as a gift of feeling these intense feelings. And it's okay. It doesn't make you yeah. one or the other. If I see you in a happy mood one day and I see you in a sad, I don't assume that the happy mood was all fake. Yeah, I just assume that's the mood you were in. Yeah, and, and that's what I love. Like I'm, I'm so about that. Like I think you should go. We've talked about this before. We're like, you should go deep dive on your emotions. Yeah. If it's a sad emotion, embrace the sadness. You know be there with the sadness. And then if it's a happy emotion, go 100% on the happy emotions, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, don't come to the 50%, go 100% on everything. That's something I really believe in, right? And then she's like, yeah, thanks. And like, whatever, you know, we're talking. And then she's like, you should try it too. And I was like, you motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> you, I sh I'm the one who invented this theory. <laughs> but Throw like, a brag in your face. Yeah. But like my, if my best friend didn't see it, Right, that this is how I believe or what I believe, mm -hmm. right? Or she doesn't see it from me. You know, imagine how many times that we do things that we think people know us for, but they really don't. 100%. I'll, right? I'll give you one more So that's example. where the feedback comes from. Is like, 
sometimes that feedback is like, holy shit, maybe like I haven't made that clear enough to yeah. people. You know, it's um, what like I don't know, fifty days ago. Yeah, I was I was out of shape. I was on the last <laughs> hole of my belt. Okay, sorry, I love that he said fifty because that's actually like probably the time. Yeah, yeah, fifty. <laughs> I can literally count, man, because yeah. I went ham for those forty-five days. So I was on the last hole of my belt. Um, I didn't feel good about myself. My confidence was at 1%. Um, but I didn't see the weight gain. And I wasn't like freaking huge, huge. But if I were to show you a picture from 50 days ago, I'm like, holy crap, nobody... I mean, I got comments on YouTube saying, whoa, you got fat, man, you're getting fat. But yeah. I deal with hate on the air every day and I just don't listen. Sure. Um, and I looked at it, and I'm like, holy crap. I didn't see the progress of me getting bigger and bigger. Because every day I wake up, and I look in the mirror, and I never saw the change. Yeah. But now, when I look back, and I'm like, wow, I could see it in my face. I'm now on, I've got five holes before my last one now. Mm. I've gone down that much. My suit for the wedding, I ordered it before all this stuff. Oh, man, no way. The first time I tried it on was, the, was an hour before the ceremony. I put it on, I'm like... It was like a subway ad. I swear to God, man. Oh, like, my God. I had about like that much space for my stomach. And this was a beltless pants. I don't know if you've ever seen these. Yeah, yeah, They had like the these tuxedo. strap things on the side. I was maxed out on both sides, and my pants were still dropping down, you know? so That's a good feeling, first of all. It was a great feeling. And it's just a part of me is like, I wish humans had the ability to see slow progress. Yeah. Like right in front of them. Yeah, something so gradual, we don't see. We don't. And that goes with good and bad. Yeah. You could become way better of a person, and then you're like, I haven't changed at all. Literally go back four months ago and look at a video of who you were back then, Yeah, and you'll see the change. That's why progress pictures are absolutely essential. Yeah. Ah, uh, beautiful. Honestly, yeah, progress is always beautiful, and you need sometimes those friends that will, you need, you will, need, will tell you. You need people to tell you, but you have to groom through a whole bunch to make sure that it's coming from a good place mm -hmm. and not a place of uh, jealousy yeah. or sadness or anything. Because I've had people do that. Like, you know, like, here's an example. I had a mustache when I was in California. Mm -hmm. Freaking love this thing, okay? I thought it looked awesome. I got DMs from people saying it looked awesome. And I got DMs from my friends saying, oh my God, you look so, like, what does <laughs> that look? But those friends are the ones. tried growing a mustache three weeks ago. So I'm like, <laughs> Wait a minute. You're telling me I look bad with a mustache, but you just tried growing one three months? Like, yeah, yeah. I could see where it's coming from, you know? Anyway. Um, number five. Demonstrate a firm understanding of clients' needs. Um, yes. So look for ways to improve products and streamline processes. And I think this is this is in a very business sense. Like, find ways to save money, improve their experience. But... At the end of the day, I think it goes back to being confident and sure in whatever choice you make. Yeah. I, I, could, I could relate this to friends because I do this with friends a lot of time yeah. is I try to like see what their needs are for, let's say a night out, right? Mm -hmm. Like what are you trying, what are we really trying to do tonight, right? Is it about, uh, you know, going outside, like just having like the craziest night out? Are we looking for like a low key night, you know, things like that, seeing what the needs of like the friends are mm -hmm. and then like matching those needs you know what i mean because a lot of times people just want to go out but they just go out blind and they don't know what they actually want of the night yeah and everyone has a different idea of how the night should look 
and that's just going to lead to disappointment. So, I don't know. I was talking that way, but okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Keep going. Don't, you, you got me still yeah. on this. Uh, so, the best way is to just kind of like reach out to your friends and just be like, yo, what do you actually want to do tonight? You know, sometimes the answer is as clear as I want to get pissed, drunk, wasted. And that's an easy solution. Just get pissed, drunk, wasted. You go anywhere for that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, some people want to go out for a nice little dinner or whatever it is. I don't know. Oh, just, so, so this is... <laughs> so I'm saying the client's needs, is your, your friends your are clients. Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah, got yeah. you. I got you. Yeah, that makes sense. I think um, a part of a leader is being resilient and, and also understanding. Like, I mean, understanding clients' needs. Yeah, change clients to friends and don't put yours aside. Just be like, okay, guys, I know everyone wants to go tonight. Made a reservation here if that's cool. If not, I can yeah. find someone else. Being a leader is not easy, first off, mm. as you can see through these these things. It takes time. It takes patience. It takes a lot of work, but that's why leaders is only one spot for a leader. Yeah. You know, so you're the one that has to make the reservations and, and stuff like that. Number six, learn to communicate well. Future leaders learn to speak and write well. They convey a clear understanding of what needs to be done and why. Speak truthfully and accurately rather than emotionally. Mm. And that's true. Man, whenever I get emotional, I just, like, logic kind of goes out the window. And I look back, I'm like, oh, that was so stupid, you know? Yeah. For me, it's like, I don't know. I feel like on podcasts, I have a tough time communicating sometimes. You do? I, I f- yeah, but I then you drop like, these little nuggets, and I'm just like, that's how I Like, that's how it shows up in my mind. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then when it comes out. You know why? Because you need to take a leader's sense in, in what you're saying. I need to take confidence in just going through because that's what's happening. I feel yes. like a lot of times it's just like you're, I fall off. You, you fall, Man, you fall off halfway through. I know. That's what I'm saying. You're like, so there I was. And, no, never mind. This story is really bad. I'm like, what? Like, I was so ready to hear the rest. <laughs> you know? It, it takes time, though, to get that. And the thing that combats that type of mentality is on YouTube, when I get hate, yeah, hate unfortunately equals four good comments. Mm-hmm. It's like this, like currency. It's like a currency exchange. Yeah. You get one hate comment, it takes four good ones to equal it out, and you have to not listen to them because they will put you in a hole of insecurity. Yeah, of like I can't go ahead with this. Why? Why am I making a video on advice? You know, like you can't listen to that stuff. But it's weird. Like for me, outside uh, feedback or outside negativity, yeah. or whatever, cannot penetrate this. Inside, ooh, like you guys have noticed that I always like to like almost like talk to myself mid conversation. Yes, like I'm talking to you and I'm like, ah, oh, that kind of sounds stupid. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yes. You do that a lot. Yeah, yeah. right. Uh, but it's just like I don't know. It's just like a little, uh, just a little check. It's not me actually hating on myself. No. So, but sometimes I think I'm the only one that can handle my own shit talk. So I like to shit talk myself. You know, you're not though. What do you mean? You're not the only one that can handle your shit talk. Oh, yeah, yeah, bring it. What do you I, I'm, I'm saying if you want to open the floodgates to my shit talk, let's do this. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, I think what it is, it's like an inner voice. You're just trying to like, in case someone's listening to you and they're they're like, this guy knows nothing. It's like you're kind of calling it out before they can. Oh, I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're and totally it's, right. I'm, it's self-deprecating. I do it in the form of self-deprecating humor on YouTube. Yeah. If I wear an ambitious outfit or I try new glasses on, I'll be like, okay, guys, I get it. I'm wearing new glasses. Yeah. I call it out. So they know I'm not trying to pull no like Tyra Banks thing and be like a movie yeah. star. I don't know. Do you want to cough? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it. And eh? the shit talk starts. <laughs> okay. Uh, number seven. This is the last one. Okay. Yeah. 
Take actions and make recommendations for the good of the organization and not you. Mm. By far, this would be one of the hardest ones for people to do. Yes. I think a lot of people chase after a promotion in some form. Doesn't have to always come in business. It can become a promotion like getting the girl. Mm. If you and your friends all like the same girl. Yeah. Hey, man, you should wear yellow because she likes yellow. Meanwhile, you know that like yellow's her, you know, like sabotaging. Yeah. That this is a hard one because I think naturally greed comes in and and your own self interest. We live in a world where sometimes we're told it's a doggy dog world. You got to have your own back. Look for yourself. Like teamwork, I don't think is the default setting in today's world, mm. or at least not as much as I w- wished it to be. Mm. You know, but that's fair. This 100% would put you in the lead role pretty quick. You have to expect that it won't go recognized for the first little bit. Taking actions is good for the organization when you're yeah. hired for a job is expected. That's great. You did that. We hired you to do that. Yeah. Um, but over time, they'll see it. Um, but over time, they'll see, wow, you got that deal. You did that one too. Yeah. You helped out here. Wow, you're actually a really big asset. You I think need- in like a friend um, context, it's like, We've all had those moments, you know, we're all trying to plan a night and then someone says a stupid idea, right? It's like a, like a dumb idea. And the natural thing for all of us to do is to not, not bring it up. You know, well, we just let it like, like what's a stupid idea? I don't know. You're in, you're in your group's DMs. Okay. You're in your group chat right now. Yeah. Right. And yeah. you know, we're all trying to go out for steaks or something. Yeah. Right. And someone is like, I don't know. It's not even a stupid idea. It's just like a different idea. Like, uh. Someone's like, yo, why don't we just go to the park and, and I don't know, I don't know, whatever it is, and go, have go a picnic. The, uh, oh, okay, okay, I got you. Usually this is, this is the guy I am. I would say the picnic. You're stuff, the picnic right? guy. So I'm talking smack about myself. If okay. I were to say, yo, let's have a picnic, right? And then everyone kind of thinks, oh, no, 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 that's a dumb idea, but they don't actually say it, right? What they'll do is just fill up the group chat with other things so that my idea just floats way back hold on right? that actually sounds like a good technique to avoid a stupid idea 100 percent. everyone should do that. it you've probably done it subliminally <laughs> i've done where if there's an idea pitched i just pretend like oh i didn't see the message exactly i'm so sorry so float it to the top anyways so but to be like really irreplaceable as a leader right is to then you know if dan is on is in that group chat right and dan sees that and he's like you know what i like amar's idea i think we should go for a picnic Right. Yeah. To me, I'd be like, "Holy snap!" Like this guy, ho- like this guy holds it down for me. Yeah. yeah right. So right. you're gonna become an irreplaceable leader for me. Oh, and you're by, saying pick it off one by one. Yeah, and you're you're taking the selfless thing by taking someone else's idea, right, and running with it. So it's the greater good of the organization. It. Yeah. Right. You're helping someone else out and not looking for your own needs. Right. Right. Sometimes that sacrifice makes you an irreplaceable leader. It 100% does. Going out on a limb and listen, every friend group has the one guy who's either not listened or doesn't take serious. He's like the dweeb of the group. If if you want to get respect as a leader, back him up sometimes and they'll be like, whoa, whoa, okay, hold on a second. And you're like, no, guys, if it actually makes sense, why don't we do this? Yeah, that's the move, man. You throw logic in and you apply it equally to everybody. Yeah. Don't be more biased to, to the loudmouth of the group. No, challenge the loudmouth, and then people will see. Wow, he's not scared. Yeah, you know, don't challenge. Be like, we suck my ass, bro. It's like, no, no, like, hey, Tim has a great idea. Let's go for a picnic. That makes yeah. a lot of sense. We can really enjoy each other's company. 
and we can have steaks at the picnic. But don't don't be like a. With all this being said, those those were the seven tips, by the way. Don't be like this dictator where it's like if people aren't listening to you and you're not becoming the leader by default. Don't be all pissy and and go against the grain because you'll get kicked out of that yeah. group chat pretty damn quick, super quick. You know. Well, I did your idea last week. Ugh. Yeah. What the hell? Are you serious? Why doesn't anybody ever listen to me? No leader bitches and complains like that. Imagine, imagine your boss talks like that. Yeah. And how much Co- respect did you get? Yeah, come on, guys. Why is no one listening to me? You're you're basically throwing that idea out there that, well, no one listens to you. Yeah. And you know that, so now everyone else thinks that. Yeah. If I go out there and say, oh, guys, I'm really a, such an idiot, and I keep pushing that ma- message, and I had to be careful with this on YouTube, with self-deprecating humor, is when you are too self-deprecating on a consistent basis, yes. your audience will pick up on that and believe it. Because yeah. when I started making serious videos or ones with a, a, a serious opinion, yeah. I had people saying, ah, Dan, okay, sit down, man, relax. You know, and I'm like, what the, I'm like, first off, don't tell me to relax. Yeah. You don't, you don't know me like that. And this is me. I'm saying something. And I realized it was my own fault. I dug a hole of calling myself an idiot. Yeah, and you dismissed d- yourself. Dismissed myself, gave me no credit. Well, what do I know? <laughs> Penis. At a certain point, you have to get traction for yourself and be your own biggest fan and don't feel like you're being a cocky asshole for doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, again, I, I think the, you know, if you match the self-deprecating humor with utmost confidence in yourself, you're golden, right? And people will pick up on that. 100%. 100%. So that is uh, seven ways to be a leader in your own friend group. I hope it works out for you guys. But just follow the, the flow. Go with the flow. Go with the flow. And uh, you know what? <laughs> Go in your group chat and uh, take take charge. Yeah, and take the shitty idea that someone suggests. Once you get all these messages like, none of my friends talk to me anymore after this podcast. Perfect. You're the leader. Yeah. You're, all, you're the only one yeah. at the top. You're the leader of one. That's all you need anyway. God bless. All right, guys. We'll see you in the next one. Have a great day. We love you. And go out and vote if you're in Canada. There you go. October 21st. Vote for me. Bye. <laughs>